0: Thank God, I want to curse and say hallelujah, oh my goodness.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Suns Undone Podcast, part of the Post Podcast Network. Welcome for our third episode today. Today I am your host, Shams Ahmad, uh, host of your first episode as well. Today I am here joined by four of our great members here. We have uh, Christian Campbell. Christian, say hello. What's going on, guys? Along with Christian, we have a newcomer with us today. We have Nick Tornanu. Nick, say what's up, man. What's up, guys? Right. Along with Nick, we have uh, Christian, affectionately known as Crispy Stakowski. Christian. How's it going, guys? And then we also have our moderator, Jake Hernansky. What's up, Jake? How are we doing, fellas? All right. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you uh, by Tick Splits, the official ticket provider for the Post Podcast Network.
2: Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TixFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TixFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TixFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want, and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TixFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TixFlix. That's TixFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere.
3: Don't
2: forget
1: to use promo code PULSE at checkout. Alright guys, Uh, since last time we had our show, the Suns have played two games. One against the Hawks and the streak breaker win against the Miami Heat last night. Uh, Let's lead off with that. Um, Game kind of started off a little slow. um, Struggled to kind of get going. Miami's big men um, sort of had their way with uh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, which we can harp on, but, you know, he has his troubles sometimes. Well, uh, Hassan Whiteside was, you know, kind of everywhere. and dominated. had nine points in the first quarter, went four for six. Uh, And then when they finally took Aiton out and uh, put in Rashawn Holmes, uh, Bam Adebayo kind of had his way with him. A little bit of a slow start. Um, Second quarter kind of, uh, you know, was a little bit of the same thing, but we kind of bounced back towards the end, had a nice 9 nothing run to keep it close to um, keep it within about 10, 10, 15 points, ended in the half and 11-point deficit. What did you guys think about the first half? I thought we were getting killed. Yeah, I mean, it looked kind of familiar. I think they did a good job not letting it get too out of hand in that second quarter. Um, you know, it could have been worse. I mean, you know, it, the one thing that bothered me was that we still got into foul trouble again, specifically uh, with Devin and um, Aiton. So
3: we were not hitting our shots. They're playing zone. And when we would go on a run, they'd go on a run right back. Olenek was hitting everything.
1: Yeah. Kelly Olenek kind of shouldn't be doing that to us, but I guess that's kind of what we're known for. Letting randos, you know, go (laughs) off for whatever. So Christian, what'd you think?
4: Yeah, it was tough, especially because, you know, book had a really slow start shooting the ball and kind of just in every aspect, really. And, you know, Whenever we fall behind big, it, I mean, he's always one of the main one of the main reasons for that. You know, if he doesn't have it going, we're going to struggle most of the time.
1: Yeah, I mean that. You know, when he struggles with it, I mean, he only made one shot going into you know the second quarter. He was one for six, I believe. Yep. um You know, it just kind of didn't really work out for him. As a team, we went nine for twenty six in the first quarter. And usually when that happens, those are the kind of games that we get out to, you know, 25-point deficits real quick. Um, thankfully, that didn't happen. But, um, you know, that kind of was helped out by, um, what's his name, Troy Daniels coming in clutch, who hasn't always had the most consistent minutes, but us as a group here at Suns Dunn have felt he's always needed more minutes. Um, uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like Jamal Crawford didn't really let the ball, um, you know, Getting too many complicated places. He kind of just did what he was supposed to do. What do you guys think about his performance last night?
3: He played very well. I mean, watching him play is not always a joy because <laughs> he usually be shot chucking or throw, like, forcing, yeah, forcing backdoor passes that don't need to be made. And it's just, it's annoying to watch. But last night he was picking his shots well.
2: And yeah, He, was, I mean, exactly he
3: right. was playing decent, decent, decent defense on Wade for a little bit. He's,
4: an, I mean, he's a very like on and off player. Like he said, when he when he's hitting, he's really fun to watch. But when he's not, it's pretty disastrous to watch. And you know, it comes in handy sometimes because he's one of the only guys who can really create their own shot besides Book. So sometimes it's very
0: valuable, and then sometimes it's a big headache to watch. Yeah, I'd like to see some of those Jamal minutes that you get go to Troy Daniels more, which we saw him come into the game. What he started off like four for four, I believe, hit like two back to back threes, end up like 10 yep. points. <clears throat> yep. So it'd be great just to see him get more of those minutes. Yeah, for sure. I think what something uh, we noticed last night,
1: and I mean, it's probably why Troy and Jamal got all those minutes and they were playing so well mm-hmm. is that neither of the rookie point guards really played any, any, you know, big minutes. The uh, milk only went for five minutes last night, took one shot and was out of the game. So um, it kind of opened up the game for Troy to come in and give us good 15, 16 minutes and, you know, Jamal was always going to get his minutes, but he made him work tonight. He wasn't shocking. He had went five for nine, but sixteen points. I mean, that's not bad when you have uh, Devin Booker go one for seven in the first half. So,
3: everybody yeah. that played contributed, besides Melton Yeah,
1: which was it's good to get that bench production uh, a little bit going. That, and then um, we'll get into the second half in a second. But Tyler Johnson uh, kind of came through in the third quarter as well when Booker got into foul trouble. So. Uh, yep. going towards the second half, let's get into that second half. Um, well, it's another point in the first half to make is that we did get out rebounded 30 to 19. So that was a big narrative in the first half of the game. Um, but yeah, going into the second half, uh, down 11 at halftime, uh, 63 52. Um, Booker kind of got a little bit going, got shut down immediately after getting his fourth foul. Um, and at that point, that's when Troy Daniels came in, um, and he went four for five from the field, two for two from deep, knocking down 11 straight points. Uh, Tyler Johnson came in, as I mentioned, had a strong start to the, third, uh, to the second half in the third quarter, uh, ended with the, with uh, 15 points on five of 10 shooting from the field in the third. Uh, but you know, it's one of those things that as a young team, I mean, you can blame a lot of things on a young team, but we gave up some easy buckets um, with more inside paint, you know, defense that wasn't really working for us. And, uh, you know, the rebounding line kind of stayed the same, but we found a way to kind of get their own, you know, scoring run off the
0: bench as well as Booker coming through late in the third quarter. Kelly um, Kelly coming through huge in the fourth. He yeah, came, in, came with in with like four yeah. minutes, 30 seconds left. I believe he won like a seven zero run by himself.
1: Yeah. yeah. Kelly sprouted a big right run <clears throat> in the fourth quarter. We went to the fourth quarter down three. Um, from there, it was like, it looked like a team who just didn't want to lose another game after being so close and coming back from a 15 or 13 point deficit. So that was good. Um, you know, Crawford was contributing. Daniels was contributing uh, throughout the game. And uh, finally took that lead later on. Like we talked about Kelly Oubre coming in and getting that straight stuff going. And it was just... No, good, a good finish to the game, you know, being able to stay in front, not not faltering down the stretch. Uh, Deion Waiters kind of gave us a little bit of a scare. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. There's a little bit of like, a Of course he does
0: nothing all game, and then, like, just at the worst time possible, he just decides to just start chucking and making everything, especially right. the end one he made on the end, which in. was just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Everyone, legit, every, we all knew that was going in. There was no uh-huh. chance. Was
5: also, also, Booker did play that whole fourth quarter of five fouls. Yeah, which is
3: out for a good so. two minutes, though. Like, and, yeah. like we were it's, its
0: crazy how many times he's done that this season. Actually, yeah, we yeah, I don't up. know what that is about. He like, plays what? like he plays such good defense
5: when he has five fouls.
1: I just don't <laughs> understand why he. he what, what leads him to get into this foul trouble? What do you guys think it is? Because it's happened so many times this season, where he kind of comes out early in games. Well, and his wide, first two
0: were like, like literally within like ten seconds, both like, on Wade, like, which. Uh, five fouls, yeah. I, I don't remember though. the first one. I think the, the second one, he got him with the pump fake, you know, the, the signature pump one, fake, The first one, Wade sure. tried
3: to drive baseline, and he cut him off. Oh, yeah, and
0: he, he just cut him off, and it was, like, pretty bad yeah. foul. And then the second one, I think he got baited into that, you know, that D-Wade fake jump shot. I yeah. believe that's what
1: happened. So he the classic,
0: like 10 seconds, two fouls. the classic D-Whistle uh, moves yeah.
1: from the 2000s. To, to this day, I don't know how people fall for that pump fake. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... It's I think like, they'd rather show that effort than not show the effort. So.
5: But, like, I'd rather have Wade shoot that.
3: Yeah. I don't know. But that, his off. fifth foul, though, was pretty BS. Yeah. It, he was coming out. Like, they set a screen on him, and he literally didn't do anything in the call foul.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So let's head to the end of the game there after, you know, Waiters hit that bucket, that corner three. It's uh, so up 119, 118, about 40 seconds left. Um What's his name? Tyler Johnson found Aiton yes. pretty easily. You know, Thank so you. Probably the play time. of the game, you know? So Yeah, that was... Booker
3: missed him so bad, and Tyler Johnson saved the day.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. How, how but, about Book's presence of mind to hook Um, who's got, who's got him on the play? last play? Um, Josh Richardson, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he hooked him with that veteran move and got those two free throws. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he's no, I
5: wasn't going to call that either until he fell.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought
4: they were going to call travel, but that's great. No,
1: yeah, with Olynyk, you know, hitting that jumper though, I don't know how he got open. And of course, foot right on the line saved bucket. the day. I know, uh, foot on the line gave mm-hmm. us the gave him the one point lead. Thank God. So, Boca Graf fouled, you know, took the one point lead, and you know, it seems like every team in the clutch has been doing this this season. But of course, uh, the Heat let uh, or ran a switch to get Aiton guarding uh, D Wade, and. Uh, you know, Aiden. credit to him on a couple of those plays this season. Those clutch plays.
0: He's, up, he's playing good
1: defense, you know? Yeah, the, the big fella can move, yeah. man. Yeah, especially in the second slow. half,
0: he kind of finally started to slow down Whiteside. white side. Yeah, and then, you know, I mean, the great defense on
1: the guard. as well against guards, it seems like, you know, or smaller players, you know, with um, – you know, last night with uh, covering up on D Wade, kind of forcing him to take a tough leading shot uh, okay. against the baseline, missing and kind of sealing yeah. the game for us. Um, yeah. That's good. That's good. Ubre. we got to give a, we got to give it up to Ubre too. He played uh, great rim protection. He almost let um, who was it uh, that went and got up the. It
0: was a it was bam, 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 but bam, bam. it was uh, yeah. I believe it was Bridges. Bridges no, was, Bridges was, was boxing him out, and then
3: he fell, and Kelly helped rebound. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, to at least to get a hand up there, because that was an easy dunk. Bam, you know? I mean, yeah. to back and,
3: might I mean, have been a foul, but you, they're not calling that with <laughs> yeah, the game yeah, on the line. That,
1: it wasn't a foul. No, yeah. I don't think it was, because they were kind of overlapping each other anyways right there. So. And they're not uh,
3: going to, yeah, they're not going to call that with two seconds left.
1: No, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, hearkening back to, I mean, Aiton, is just kind of, like, impressive to see, you know, how he shut down Giannis earlier when we beat when we beat the Bucks that one game this season. That final possession, he deed up Giannis and you know, strip the ball from him without Giannis being able to actually do anything about it, even though he was like for the foul call. But I mean no other center that we've had has been able to do that since, you know, God knows when. So
5: This whole season in all of our wins, Ain has come up clutch
1: with the fourth quarter stop big stops too. Yeah, he just knows how to be present, so
3: Mikel was like the unsung hero of that game. He had eight assists and he was playing great defense. He, he kinda yeah. showed up in, as a still, playmaker yeah. and uh did that, that thing pretty well. So That's
5: gonna be that type of game is gonna be like McBook career. Yeah. Not show up on the box score, but does everything to okay, he,
3: yeah, he sure. played the most minutes out of anybody on our team. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And did I get thirty-four? He still, he still was wasn't 20. hitting
3: the yeah. threes, but he's he does everything else.
1: Yeah, that's like you can't really like judge him just based off a box score because he does so much more. You know, there's a reason he stays on the floor. So yep. Also, he did sh- uh,
5: like shut down Dragic a little bit too at the end. Or the yeah, end. I
1: almost like completely forgot Dragic was there because it though so, like because <laughs> that, so. th-
5: that lens kept bothering him.
1: So Dragic only played twenty two minutes last night, which is yeah. kind of surprising. Well, it's his first so, game well, back he, from his, the It easy. was his
0: second game back, oh, second right? Game? Yeah, yeah. So. He's on Which the, I'm pretty sense. sure he was on minutes restriction.
1: Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. So, uh, But yeah, I mean, it was a good team win. They showed they showed up, played great defense. They kind of, mm-hmm. you know, didn't let themselves get down from being too late. Uh, as, you know, the man Aiton said at the beginning of this topic, you know, hallelujah, you know, <laughs> and, you know, how about Reverend Booker preaching, you know, telling the team not to give up. And, you know, it, you would think they'd be doing that every game, but you know what? I guess different results come from different situations. So team got to fly home, fly home happy, as they said, a four-hour flight on the way home uh, with a win, thankfully. So I wonder if Miami had a team meeting today. Anybody guess? No? Maybe?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we took a flight home either. Yeah. We is so on the beach, baby.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we don't play till Saturday now, do, do we? Friday. Yeah, Saturday. Friday, Friday, okay. Yeah, Friday. We have a header Friday and Saturday. That's what it is. So... Next Latin,
5: game is it's up. Latin night. Los Suns jerseys
1: on Thursday or, or on Friday Coast or on Saturday.
5: Friday, Friday. Oh,
1: Friday. Friday against New Orleans is Latin Heritage Night. Um, those Los Suns jerseys. Um, the top half is terrible. The bottom half is great. So the shorts um, are amazing. Yeah, the shorts are who, great. Who else misses Mexico City Booker? Yeah, let's get more games in Mexico City, please. Come on. So. <laughs> No, I feel bad for the guy, but sometimes, you know, he's just he's been having a tough year playing with a team that's been so, you know, rough around the edges. But you yeah, know get him
5: a real point guard. Please. Yeah, get him a
1: real point guard. Let's uh let's move on. Let's uh talk about the second game here. Second game play the the we Hawks. Lost to the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, a game in which we were up eight in the fourth quarter and then Atlanta realized, you know, they were better than us and they kind of just started dominating from that point forward. So, any comments from that, you guys? We just went cold in the worst possible time. Yeah, it's one of those things that, I mean, I feel like they kind of played the game. Uh, a lot of what we saw in the second half uh, against the Heat um, was a lot of what we were showing through the first three quarters against Atlanta, but it kind of just fizzled.
5: And, and a Trae
1: Young takeover. Trey Young, yeah, that guy is very quick. Rookie to and he's doing his job. year.
0: Whoa. Crispy, go ahead. I was just mentioning how um, John Collins did his thing against us again. For some reason, always he's going got our off against us. Yeah, definitely.
3: We don't have a yeah. power forward, and he just doesn't takes really help.
1: Out. Yeah, he's a little too uh, nimble and quick for Aiden. As quick as good at movement he is, he just he's not well, physical play, enough to stop John. They play
5: with two bigs too, because they play dead with men. Dead men. yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait, and we play small. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Aiden, we don't had any bigs next to him to play with
0: him. Maybe we could yeah. play but then... So, yeah, also, Kent Bazemore.
3: Oh, he went off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he did. Right, right, after of one of, much went off.
1: right after one of our uh, Sons Undead podcast mates, Tony Pickett, uh, managed to make fun of Kent Bazemore and um, <laughs> say he didn't even remember that he was in the lead. Uh, Kent Bazemore made him uh, pay for that remark. I mean, stuff. it's always Thanks those a lot, people, Tony. but... So whenever he
4: makes, fun of someone, whenever yep. he makes fun of someone, they go off. Mm-hmm.
5: To, be on- to be honest, Tony can't name five players outside the Suns.
1: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I don't blame him.
5: Gosh.
1: I don't blame him. So. But, yeah, I mean, it was a rough game. But you know what? Thank God the streak is over now. Uh, you, I, don't is even, it? I don't even remember that loss because
5: we won yesterday. I forgot. Yeah,
1: honestly, winning makes you forget all the bad things. So, hopefully yeah. – it can work the same way with the team and hopefully they kind of keep it going at least
4: a little bit so it's just disappointing coming off the all-star break and losing to two teams who you know because ninety 90 of the nights the suns are going to be outmatched talent wise but the Cavs and hawks are, are not one of those games so oh yeah for sure it's, it's just um, really disappointing to add, add to a win streak with teams like for teams with teams like that you know
1: yeah no for sure so like we were saying on twitter you know if we beat anybody, it's a team meeting for them the next day and we, we gotta really kinda eliminate that whole thing. So kind of get out of the cellar and you know, at least be respectable. So Right. Against the people who were as bad as us, you know, like New York and Cleveland and so on and so forth. So I
5: really want to beat the Lakers on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I do too. I mean honestly that's the only thing I really care for in the next like week or so. If we if we don't if we could win one game the rest of the year, that's the point. Yeah, no, I agree too. I mean, I just would really love to see their playoff chances take a yeah. hit. And I love the hysteria that goes around when the Lakers start losing. You know, everyone gets so freaked <laughs> Imagine out. Imagine if and, they lost to us too. Oh my goodness! Yeah, dude. that would be that would be a dumpster fire. I, I, you know, I think I think don't quote me on this, but if we beat them, I would not be surprised if they fired Luke Walton the next day.
4: Hmm,
1: he's already on the hot seat. So. Yeah. Do you guys do
5: you guys seat. think Luke Walton's actually a better coach though?
1: I don't think he's a bad coach. I think he gets too much slack for the team just not being up mm-hmm. to par. I think that's the thing. I mean, uh, in a quote that LeBron gave earlier uh, today or last night, whatever it was, that he was saying, you know, if you can't handle the attention, don't come to L.A. In you know, L.A., you're going to get that scrutiny. Um, I think that's the problem with L.A. And, you know, that's why everybody wants Luke fighters because these fans don't know how to take – Losing, you know. I know LeBron came to town, but LeBron signed a four-year deal. LeBron's not here to win this year. When they signed Lance Stevenson and Michael Beasley and you know Javale McGee, they weren't saying, "Oh, championship." You know that wasn't the idea that was supposed to be there for this year. That's what and, they believed. Yeah, and that's the problem. You know that's why everybody's freaking out and doing all this thing because they expect the Lakers to be good. I don't know why, because it's clear that these guys aren't there and that the young players aren't up to par yet. And I feel bad for Luke because it's not his yeah. fault. They, they've also dealt with a lot of a lot more injuries besides LeBron. I mean, yeah, that's
4: I
0: was what just about to say about, that. But, yeah, they've had injuries. been out for a while. L- Lonzo, L- Lonzo out was for out today. for
1: a while. Lonzo was out twice. You know, two different stretches. He's been out now. Uh, everything. Yeah. I mean, all little pieces here. LeBron was out for you know his good portion when the first one of the first times in his career he's been out that long, and um, you yeah. can't really expect that much out of them. And I feel bad for Luke. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to give him. A total pass because his rotations have been a little strange. It's just been bad. So, you know, it's music to our ears, though. So,
5: I think they put a weird roster around LeBron.
1: Yeah, that's why I said I'm like yeah, I really boy. don't think this year is going to be that year because they're not building right now. All those guys are on your deals that they signed this off season. So, other than LeBron, so I mean, yeah, but LeBron's a coach like, killer. Yeah, he's generally a coach low, killer. So, low key right now. He yeah, is. we'll see, but. Just hope we can uh, add to that disarray, and um, oh, we will, we will and, uh, get that win. I'm on speaking Saturday it
5: again. into existence.
1: Okay, let's right, move yeah. on from the Var. <laughs> okay, all
4: right. will <laughs> explain. Right,
1: all right, Phoenix is the place to be. Did you see that video over the weekend? The Var was saying, you know, Phoenix. Yeah. This is the place. This yeah, because
3: the he was in That's Arizona.
0: No, because mm-hmm. uh, wasn't Mello playing? Yeah, they had yeah.
3: a tournament here, and then. He was at a restaurant, and people were trying to get him to say it, and he said it, baby. Lonzo is the son.
5: Right, are, we take, are we taking LaMelo? Or are we taking Milton?
1: Well, we're taking Lonzo.
4: Frankly.
1: Yeah, we're taking Lonzo and that's it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. We'll worry about that a little bit more going into the offseason. We'll talk about that at a later date. Um, speaking, though, of coaching and Luke Walton, there's rumors around going around that – uh. Igor uh, Kokoskov was on the out, on the hot seat coming into last night's game, you know, being hired in the offseason and having his GM being fired 8 days before the season started. Um, uh, I don't really believe it was fair that, to put him on the hot seat. What do you guys think? Any truth to that you think or do you think that was just a rumor?
0: We definitely didn't have a fair shot. Um, but anyways, uh, I don't I don't know. I would hope that they really aren't that stupid. But then again, uh, I mean, Sarver's running the franchise, mm-hmm. and we, we, I mean, Suns fans clearly know he's <laughs> definitely that stupid to do that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually a big
5: Igor fan. I think he's a great coach.
1: Mm-hmm. I think so too. I don't, I don't think he's doing anything particularly
4: wrong. A little bit, his thumb is worth
1: yeah. change, but nothing worth firing that, over. I, yeah, yeah,
5: that's
4: the only thing is the rotations.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Def, definitely. I mean, like, let's go back to this game. I I believe the Suns are ranked 26th in three-pointers made this year. So why does it take a team playing zone to play your best shooter? Right. I I don't get it, man. Like, you need Troy Troy Daniels shooting out there.
1: Troy Daniels has been very limited in this offense, and I do not understand at all why. He He wouldn't have even played
3: last night if Booker didn't get in foul trouble.
1: Exactly. Probably, Probably, yeah. That and uh, the fact that he kind of made himself useful made it a little more easy to play him, I feel like, down the stretch. So. I mean, what kind of message is it? Like, if you fire your coach, so this would be
4: books. If, if we fire Igor and hire someone else, that'd be his fifth coach in five seasons. I
3: mean, Fifth or – yeah. Fifth, well, right? And then yeah. we'll have to hire another one at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. in the offseason yeah. to get a real right. head coach and not an interim coach.
1: In between that, I mean, you know, on top of that, you got to figure out your GM situation with it. So, I mean – that's just yeah. gonna be a giant headache. I don't think there's any basis to fire him quite yet. I think Igor's doing great for the most part. The two things he does need to work on, number one are rotations and number two eating exactly. the ball more. Which will come with a good point guard and you know, maybe hopefully yeah, I mean, a power forward if we're lucky. So we'll see.
4: But I mean, you at least like the offensive sets he runs for the most part, you know. Exactly. With, with Orlando, yeah. everything was a problem except except camaraderie, quote quote.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't team. think Igor's is also. I don't think it's Igor's fault we don't get in the ball either. That's what I'm saying. No, I think it's, it's more of a point guard thing. So he's open all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they I do. Think- I don't think it's his
1: fault that they don't get the ball to him. I think it's more his fault that they forget about him, though. Yeah. You know, like if they see that they because obviously they try in the early parts of the game. Every time we start games, eight it's always off to an easy start. You know, six points, four rebounds, or whatever, and then they go away from it. I think what Igor needs to do is emphasize the fact that, look, we have that guy in the middle, and don't forget
3: about him, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. we don't run any plays for him after the first quarter.
5: See, see, Igor came in as an offensive coach, but this team is is has just become a whole defensive team.
1: Yeah, I mean, I understand the emphasis of wanting your young guys to be you know, better at defense, uh, but at a certain point, you got to do what's right to win games, you know? Like, our defensive numbers... Since since we've gotten Ubre,
3: mm-hmm.
5: I've been like on top of the league. Yeah, I mean, deflections
0: uh, been yeah exactly. Really deflections good. and steals.
3: The rest of the defense I mean,
0: still sucks. Mm, yeah. not to mention we have the uh, like the top defensive rookie in the draft, Mikhail Bridges.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, yeah, defender. McHale and Ubre together, uh,
1: five and six are, uh, mm-hmm. in the steals category, or not the steals, the deflections category in the NBA right now. So. It kind of explains why, right there. So, but even outside of them, I and even Josh has been great. I think he's top fifteen in deflections as well. Um,
4: and, you know, yeah, I, I, tru- I trust this wing rotation going forward, mm-hmm. as
1: long as everyone can improve their shooting as well. Yeah, for sure. So, we'll see. I mean, this wing rotation that somehow is mysteriously missing TJ Warren. For so long, I don't know what kind of sore ankle it takes this many games to come back from. But you know what, TJ, we love you. We hope you get back soon, and keep we just, TJ, we're just concerned TJ, for you. Okay, <laughs> TJ, part of the core. Yeah, we'll you on. know, so, I'm behind that. I'm behind
5: that. Yeah,
1: it. we'll mm. see. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about what goes forward, but right now, unless
5: it's for uh, a point guard. unless it's for a point
0: guard.
1: Yeah, no, we'll see. But I mean, right now, trade or not, later on, he needs to get healthy. Kind of come back and see what he can give us. So, I mean, that was, I mean, that is our third leading scorer, you know, so. Yeah. Um, he might
5: be second.
1: Second or third? Oh, he might be second. Yeah, you're right. He is second. So, um, I think he's second in average, but he's, i probably consider him our third best scorer. It's okay. just, they just don't he's really in, feed him as much as they should. So, yeah. Uh, that being said, wing rotation, um, there was also rumors um, that I believe, was it uh, Gambo that put it out, you guys? Yeah. Jason had reported that um, Suns were particularly particularly, potentially interested in uh, Philadelphia 76ers small forward Tobias Harris, uh, an impending free agent in uh, the 2019 offseason. Uh, what would his fit be on this team, you guys? Would you guys be for that? Yes.
4: I think it would be huge. 100%.
1: Absol- Absolutely. Absolutely. See, I'm one of those kind of people that I'm still weeded out, and this is the problem. Why Suns fans don't deserve nice things, but then I'm like, <laughs> we already have like four small forwards. Why do we need another one? <laughs> but uh, he's a, he's a, he's great a old power forward. forward. Yeah, is yeah, he, he a floor. power forward? Oh, okay. Yeah, he 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 plays the four, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, he, he per- he's perfect a modern step day step forward. power forward. Exactly. Hey, if he plays forward. power forward, I'm totally cool with it. That See, is cool uh, with me. So the
5: traditional power forward position is dying
1: now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's part, I mean risky. all the all the traditional positions are moving i mean that's the whole modern mba everything's
5: good. yeah Every no, it's like we need a four it's like no we don't i mean you
1: know.
4: we, we saw last night olenic was playing the four but what what was he doing he was just shooting all game
3: yeah so and john collins definitely. is like the same thing he just takes it inside more
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so oh, yeah two guys the would be great and i they mean obviously rebound. the
3: hmm Co- I mean, Collins and Olenek can rebound we don't really have anybody that can do that Aiden has to grab every rebound by himself yeah right
1: um uh, considering if Tobias does uh does potentially sign with this I mean I don't think that'd really leave money to sign Kelly uh do you think that'd be worth it uh, pretty obviously right yeah I mean we do have
4: Kelly's bird rights though so I don't. We, do. we can go over. We can go over the cap to some extent. I'm not exactly sure what the numbers are right now, though.
1: But would you? I mean, the only way I would think that'd be acceptable is if you do for sure trade TJ away. Uh, would you guys agree? Yeah, you definitely you definitely trade him away. Yes. If, if you, you sign Tobias,
3: so. that means TJ's already gone.
1: Yeah, definitely. you're probably right. So, um, I would hope so. I mean, at least so. <laughs> I mean, assuming we don't get that number one pick, is probably why it would be doing all that with the whole Tobias situation. So, I mean, I know they wanted to get older and play a little stronger. Um, and they kind of said the same thing last year, though, in the off offseason. What do you guys think? Do you guys, yeah, you know, they said, you know, James Jones came out and said, we want to play, you know, add four or five players. We don't want to play so young. We want to go out there and get wins. Who do you guys realistically even see that being, though? Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> Tobias. <laughs> yeah. Tobias. No, buddy. Yeah. I'll, I'll
4: believe it when I see it. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean, the thing I'd, about this team. So I'd love for them to sign Miritich. I think that'd be almost...
5: Miritic
3: yeah, plan B, if you don't get Tobias, so yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. yeah. What point card would you guys like us to get realistically?
1: Well, I don't think there's any boundary yeah. on realistically right now, just as any point guard would be an upgrade. And on top of it, I think we could put together a package for just about right. anybody we realistically could target. I think we can. I think we could get Mike Conley if we really wanted to. I think so too. I still, I'm like kind of shooting for the stars though. I still want like, I still want somebody to, somebody else to become like disgruntled or something, and you know they demand a trade. Yeah. So Ricky um, Rubio future Phoenix Sun. Yeah, exactly.
3: I so. think I hey, think maybe. Rubio if is like our oh, third God. or fourth option. I really
1: hope hey, we I don't think, get Rubio hey, hey. it's,
0: it's going to be Rubio or Rozier.
4: Maybe maybe, no. a, maybe an ego reunion will help. I don't know. It's going to be George Hill.
3: Rubio's not even horrible. I wouldn't mind him.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I Rubio would. was great last year. He kind of tapered
3: off a lot can this we, year. Can
1: though. we, can we really complain, fellas?
3: Yeah, no. <laughs> D'Lo uh, is my number one.
4: Yeah, that's kind of number one? Uh, they're,
3: they're,
0: they're matching anything for D'Lo. You think so? I, I believe- do. I, I, honestly, do I don't, I'm not sold. I really, really don't think they'll match anything. Mm-mm. If we really give, give them a max,
3: I don't, it, I do. I don't know if they match. Mm, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, the, the would that, you guys want to pay d low a max though?
1: Anything yeah, less uh,
3: than a max, they, don't, they match though. Would you guys pay a max See, though? The thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him the max. Yeah. I'd give him the max. I would too. 100%. The thing is that
5: the Nets have so much cap space too though. They have enough for two stars. That's so what I'd I'm saying.
0: I think what they're going to do is, I think they're going to take shots at like big stars. And that that's what might let us like creep into the whole like D-Lo race. Even though he's restricted. If they think funny, they have yeah. a chance. Well, yeah, but they'll still have to match it. And, like, they don't have forever to match. That's true. Yeah,
3: you get three days. And if, if you're in the race for KD, you, just, you play it. You risk it. Yeah, you risk that stuff.
1: Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, I mean, you guys said d would be your number one. Uh, personally, I think I'd like
3: Drew Holiday a little bit more. What do you guys think?
1: That's my number one.
3: I would take yeah. Drew, but I don't know if they're going to trade him.
4: As far as 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 the basketball fit goes, yeah, I'd probably say Drew over D'Lo. Well, you see, here's the weird thing thing about the Drew.
1: Yeah, here's the weird thing about the Drew thing, though. The only way they would move Drew is if they move AD. And the thing is, if they move AD, we'd still be in play for Lonzo if that happens. Right. Possibly, yeah. So it's kind of a weird cancel-out situation there. Either one or the other happens. Yeah.
4: Lonzo and and Drew are my top two picks um,
1: for basketball fit-wise.
3: Yeah, I'd go. Depends I'd go. go guard next to Buck. Zoe over Drew, but D'Lo overall.
1: Okay, that's fair but too. That's probably how I'd put it too.
3: Because D'Lo, okay. you don't get an All Star coming off a rookie deal
1: that's gonna hit
3: free agency ever. Where no, do you yeah. put Conley in there then? Conley is probably my last option, but yeah, probably I probably see option number four.
4: I, I put Conley over over like Rubio though. Would yeah, yeah, answer? yeah. Oh, Con- yeah 100%.
3: Uh, Conley okay. is definitely in the top tier of. Like, yeah. over that.
1: Rubio and Rozier and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, definitely. definitely. Rozier under, is under Melton for me.
1: Conley's gonna be hard to, gonna be hard to trade <laughs> for because of that contract. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, but, I mean, we have money to make that work, though. That's the thing. So, yeah,
3: Rozier's still We Got can give him Tyler right. or we can give him TJ. It doesn't we,
0: money Tyler and
1: TJ's a deals would probably do it. And then. Bender, he's still got, you know, what, five, six million
0: Group. on his deal. Bender's up. a free agent.
1: Bender's a free
3: Bender's agent. Bender's Is a free agent a free agent already?
1: Yeah, uh, we no. we didn't pick up we option. It. Yeah. option. That's right. Yeah. Oh, it's a fourth year option, huh? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we didn't pick it up. Man, that was sad.
4: Sad times, fellas.
1: <laughs> we sad. Could be remember talking.
5: that
4: draft? Remember all the great yeah. A's we got for that draft, Yeah, too? remember when we won that draft?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> we
4: could have we the win either. anything.
0: We can't even win a draft. That's crazy. We can't even win summer league. No. Yeah, we we came close. We
5: lost in the first
3: round of the playoffs, man. In (laughs) summer league, and we had the best team. Bro, we had
4: Devin Booker at one point in the summer league, and we couldn't win it. Just just a side, and he was
3: scoring thirty on everybody.
1: Hashtag Jack Cooley forever. I hope you're listening out there, man. That's, oh, fast. Yeah. That's fast. Where's
4: our Lord and Savior? Where is he?
1: Right. Is we got to get him on here for like a guest appearance or something. Yo, that'd, be that'd be great. So, Jack Cooley from Nissling, we love you, and we'd love to have you on a- anytime.
5: He plays with ASU legend Trey Holder. Right. In
1: Italy. <laughs> All right, guys. So coming up now for the Suns, we got a four-game homestand coming. We have the New Orleans Pelicans on Friday at 6 p.m. On Saturday, we play the Lakers in the aforementioned game that we were talking about. Uh, Monday, we play the Milwaukee Bucks. And on Wednesday, the 6th, we have the also bottom-feeding uh, New York Knicks. I want to get you guys' opinions right now and a little bit of details. Uh Give me a record. Of what you guys think about this homestand? What,
0: what's our what's our record going to be? Uh, crispy, you go first. Um, I think that if we carry over our momentum from last game, I think we could definitely split them. I think we could beat the Pelicans and maybe the Knicks. But if we just come out flat like we usually do and we don't pick it up, I could definitely maybe the Knicks. I, I, one in three, maybe. Okay. Oh, yeah, I agree. I say we go two and two, but
4: I'm, I'm gonna say we're gonna beat the Bucks. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just feeling it upset. We haven't had one in a while.
1: The Bucks, yeah. We already beat them once this season, so that's kind of interesting. I,
4: and then I think if we do our theme, we should beat the Knicks.
1: hmm well, our, our thing is kind of losing. In case you missed that, but uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just uh, Nick Nick Tornado, what do you think? What's our record gonna be?
5: I say we go two and two, and we beat the Pelicans and the Lakers, but we'll lose the final two. Hmm,
3: okay. <laughs>
4: Could definitely see that too.
3: Yeah, it's possible.
4: Jake, what do you think?
3: I think we go two and two, we lose to New Orleans, beat Lakers, lose Milwaukee, beat Knicks. All right, we got four different two and two predictions. I'm gonna go
1: bold and say three and one. We okay. are going to beat the Pelicans because Alfred Payton is going to suck and kinda <laughs> injure their entire team somehow. Uh, we're going to beat the Lakers because we hate the Lakers and they want a reason to win. Uh, we're gonna lose to the Bucks and then we're gonna beat the Knicks somehow. Aiton's gonna dunk on Mitchell Robinson just for uh, Nick, you know? He's gonna point at Nick in the crowd somehow. And um, let's go! The Knicks and will I go want, three and one, hopefully. So I, I actually want that to happen. Yeah, and then in case for the for the crowd, Nick is a huge Mitchell Mitchell Robinson supporter and has been since before the draft process, and um, a huge U of A supporter. Well, (laughs) I don't know about that, but. (laughs) but I had to be professional on here, so I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) Right. So. (laughs) All right, guys. I think we're coming to an end here. We're losing uh, track. Nick is going off the rails here. Uh, We're going to call that an end to our Sons Undone podcast for the evening. Uh, This is your host, Shams for signing off. Uh, Stay tuned for episode four coming soon. Thanks a lot to Blitz for their sponsor. We'll see you guys next week.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research, and PodcastInsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college-educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. I'll say it one more time. Marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. And we hope to hear from you soon.